Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Do you dream of being CEO of your own empire, running your own company, achieving your life's goals, yet wake up in a cold sweat, next to last night's takeout leftovers and a pile of bus ticket stubs? You are not alone. Like many others, you are suffering from a classic case of caviar dreams, tuna fish budget. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Barbuto. And every week, we'll be talking to influencers, trailblazers, disruptors, and risk takers who'll share their own journey to caviar dreams on a tuna fish budget. Side effects may include increased motivation, boundless happiness, and a fast track to success. Good morning, caviar dreamers. Hello, caviar dreamers. I just want you to know, it's early a.m., uh, I'm up. I have my makeup on, which is shocking because I'm normally not dressed till like one in the afternoon. And it looks so good. She did your eyes so good today. Yeah, I have it on. And uh, Marty did my makeup, which I was very, very happy about. And I got up early because I wanted to look good because I was taking Bella for her teeth scaling. You wanted to look good for the teeth scaling? Yes. Bella was also, you know, <laughs> my dog was also having some teeth removed. But since it's raining out yep. and flash flooding, I got nervous. You did. I, I get it. First, I was like, okay, you're hypochondriac. You're being a bit of a mentalist, not taking yes. it in a flash flood. She'll be fine. She's a dog. But then what you said makes sense that they could lose power. Yeah, while I'm she's not going to the have table. them lose power while Bella is getting her teeth done. She's under anesthesia. And then my, you know, and then Bella's going to die on the table, poo, 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 Oof. while she's Oof. getting her teeth extracted. All the signs. Yeah. You know, she has bad teeth. They want to take some of her teeth out, possibly all of her teeth, which I'm not going to allow. I don't want her gumming to death, uh, you know, gumming her food. We'll have to get her some veneers. Yeah, she'll need to get little dentures, little doggy dentures. But I was not going to do it. So her teeth um, extraction and is going to be delayed. Okay. Do we find a new date? Uh, in a week. In a week. So a week. maybe by the time this is airing, her teeth will be cleaned and out. Okay, that's not so bad. But the, the good news is you're rolling glam, ready for the yeah. Uh, extractions I'm, I'm rolling that are glam, and her and I are going to be spending the day together. And Bella lives to eat a steak another day. Well, if she can eat a steak with her full teeth, with the full teeth, I with a full, full mouth of bad breath and dirty Aww. teeth, but looking gorgeous ever. Smiling with those little fangs, with the little fangs ear Aww. to ear. But I'm super excited because we have an amazing guest today, someone who is very dear to my heart because her and I have a very similar outlook on life. You do, yes. We have the creator of Olive and June, which is not just an amazing salon in Beverly Hills, but an incredible at-home manicure system, which on a day like today, when you don't want to leave your house, doing your own manicure and pedicure doesn't sound so bad. They found all, they developed all the tools to make it so easy to do it yourself at home, things that steady your hand. 
things that help your foot or like, like really, really good stuff. Yes. And beautiful, beautiful colors. And I've been using the cuticle oil. I just love it. And she's all about, um, the glam and it's named after her two grandmothers. The packaging is great. And you know me, my biggest pet peeve in life, if anybody knows me, is a chip nail or chip toenail. So to have these beautiful manicure sets at home, especially during the pandemic, was so important. I also love that Sarah came from a really, um, from a serious finance background. Yes, and so she started this business and she, in the right way. Exactly. So, and Sarah's waiting. So we're going to admit so her well, right now. Hi guys. Hi. hi. How are you? I'm happy to be here. I know we're so excited to have you and we just love everything that you've created. And we're just telling our listeners all about you. And I mean, you are so everything that I am about. Yes. You two are definitely kindred spirits. Um, I don't know if you've ever known this about Malka, but she cannot stand a chip nail or a toenail like if my biggest has a pet peeve in life like i have never seen her with one once never in my life and she i've never seen anyone <laughs> no, go I'm faster to the nail salon it, it, it's like not normal i have never had a chip nail or toenail if i have i run right to the salon i have every color polish in my home that i ever have on my nail or toe i will fix it i will have anxiety about it if i see other people with chip nails or toenails i'm repulsed <laughs> I, I comment. No, I comment on it. I don't understand. I think it's a social responsibility. I understand that. I, I literally, when we first had the idea for the at-home kits, I literally, my, my first reasoning was because everyone felt like they couldn't do it themselves. Like they didn't under, and so if it, their nail chip, they had to run to the salon. And I literally was like, we need a solution for that. That was where it started from. So I understand. I, I also do not like a chip nail, although it's a kind of a hidden secret and not so hidden secret with my team that I love a black, like a black chip mani because I feel like it's like you've been out the night before, but only for like one day. Yes. 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 I only like I, a I, move. Like a rock and roll move. Yeah. yeah like, you're, you're, oh, last night was crazy. He was so hot. And then, it, then, we've, then we redo the mani. Yes, I yes. Like I, yeah, your eyeliner has to be smudged. You have to look like, you know, you've been out all night, your hair all screwed yeah, up. You're, yeah, you're in a sweatshirt, like, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. But everything else is on <laughs> And so you've created something that will eradicate that, and I am just so happy. But let's, I just want to hear about your background, because you don't come from a beauty background originally. You come from a finance background. That's right. That's right. Living in New York, so close to y'all. Um, I, you know, I grew up in the East coast and I went to college in the East coast and then I went straight and worked in finance for 10 years. And I was an equity sales trader at JP Morgan and Morgan Stanley. So I basically made, like, I made sure that traders at hedge funds were really happy, like, you know, shepherding their orders, um, and you know, caretaking them. And so, but I always had a manicure, like that was my one thing even when I first, I was like a baby sales trader and I had no money and I just started out in the city and I like, I couldn't, you know, I was probably like buying clothes on credit cards just to be able to afford it. And I always had a manicure. My nails were always done. And so I loved nails even then. And then at some point I thought I need to do something different. I'm not excited by 
by making people who already have a lot of money more money. And I'm not excited. Like I'm not, I don't, I don't wake up and think like, Ooh, let me read the wall street journal. This is really interesting. I literally wake up and think what happened on the housewives last night. So (laughs) I was like, this is not for me. And, and so I started, I started researching like just other businesses out there, you know, businesses generally. And I went to LA, saw dry bar and fell in love. I was like, what is this place? What happens here? Why is this so great? Um, and then at some point I was like, I'm going to do the dry bar for nails. This just makes total sense. So it's been, a, it's been a long progression of being in a job that I think I was pretty good at, but not super fulfilled by. Um, and then thinking, what can, I, what can I do with my life? Like, what, what do I really want to be doing? Um, and hanging out in a nail salon and talking to people and then ultimately teaching them how to paint their own nails definitely it became very clear to me. Oh, I just, I love that. So you came up with Olive in June. That was your grandmother's names, correct? That's right. My grandmother and great grandmother. Oh, I, I love it. And they, I mean, and they had high style. Was it something, they were very oh. glamorous women. Oh yes. Well, they were just like very particular. So June is still alive. And it's so funny because she literally, when she got our cuticle serum, she was like, this is so good. And I was like, no, I know it's really great. It like hydrates your cuticles and like all that dry skin by your nails. And she's like, no, no, no. It's like really good. Like I use it. I'm like, I, I made it. I know. (laughs) I didn't believe it. Like I was like, I get it. Um, so they are very, like, they are very particular. My grandmother, you know, my grandmother's still with us. My great grandmother's not with us. She lived till she was 101. Wow. Um, very particular, but like, oh, by the way, always had a drink, always was like ready to party, like very fun. Um, and then my grandmother, June, is a little bit more buttoned up, but always had her nails done. Always, everything was always perfect. Um, Style with jewelry, like very, she's like very put together. Um, and so when I named it after them, it was really all about naming it after women that inspired me, that both worked incredibly hard. Um, both had jobs and both were like very, just like very hardworking. My grandmother, June, was an OB nurse for a really long time um, and just like had very high standards and like wonderful humans. So um, it, was a, it was a great honor to name it after them. Oh, I, I love that. So inspiring. And I just want to add in about the cuticle. I, I love it as well because my cuticle Yay! is very dry and I've been using yeah. it and it's amazing. Oh my God. I'm so glad you like it. I know it's, it's one of those things that it makes your mani look fresh. So it's like really hydrating and it's really great for hydrating properties. But for me, I'm a little bit more superficial. So I'm like, Oh, I just want my mani to look like I just walked out of the salon every day. I just want yeah. that. Yeah, it does. It looks, it looks so great. So when you, when you started your salon, what was it? You decided, all right, I'm moving to California. You left New York. I'm moving to California and opening up Olive in June. How did this come about? Well, I was going through kind of a crazy time in my life where I, I wanted to leave my job. Like I knew that I wasn't going to do finance forever. Um, and I didn't know what I was going to do next. So then I started going to LA a ton and, and interviewing and talking to people. I just felt like I'm a pretty type A person. And so I, I do really well in environments that are a little bit more calming. People might not think that LA is super calm, but compared to New York, it absolutely is much more chill. Um, and so I started interviewing and I met my now second husband. So I was like going through a divorce. I was like, I'm out of here. I'm out of this like life. And I met my now husband. Then my dad said to me, he goes, well, I guess you're really going to move to LA. Like this is really going to happen. Cause I think, I think probably until I met Ben, 
probably it would have been a question mark had I found a job or had I found like, and I didn't have the idea for Olive and June yet. So, um, so it kind of like, it kind of happened at this crazy time in my life. Um, and then it became very clear, oh, I'm definitely doing this. I love that. I, New York is a real, it, I always say New York is like the best, worst relationship you ever had. It like is the most exciting place, gives you the most amazing memories, but it also could ruin your life in an instant. Like, <laughs> so, hard. so I understand relax, like leave into LA and start in a fresh again. It's, it's a so, tough place. Yeah, it's so funny because being from, so I'm from Connecticut and New Jersey. Mm -hmm. um, and then I went to school in upstate New York. And then I worked for 10 years in, in New York. And so you would have thought, I'm not, you know, I'm not a person that I think would have left very easily. But I just like had this moment. I was like, I'm moving. Like, I'm just going to do it. And it's so interesting because I don't think of all, to your point, like, I don't think if all of those things hadn't happened, like I was getting divorced and I was really on, like, I was kind of just, my job was fine, but I was like, this is, I'm never going to really want to do that. Like, and it had been 10 years, um, but it kind of all had to happen at the same time. But New York grinds you down in a way that I think I just had this moment and then I met Ben and then I was going. So... How did you learn about the nail business though? I mean, this wasn't your business, you know, this no. wasn't what you were formally trained in. So did you go get formally trained? Did you? It's such a good question because I didn't. And one of the reasons I didn't is because I had met a bunch of manic. So basically I went to dry bar, fell in love and was, and was kind of circling the idea of like what else in this affordable luxury space is interesting to me. Cause I love, I clearly love a blowout, but I, I definitely am not like diehard about hair. Like to me, that wasn't my thing. Um, and so I remember that I was like on vacation. I was like, oh, I'm going to do the dry bar for nails. Like I'm obsessed with nails. And so I'd always, to, to what we talked about before, loved having a manicure. But what I did is I started interviewing manicurists. And I said, what do you like about working in these salons? What don't you like about working in these salons? I started going to trade shows and asking a lot of questions. And what I realized was that a lot of manicurists felt like they were competing with the owner. Like the owner was always the best manicurist. And so I thought to myself, I can't elevate the people who are working at, our, at the salon that I want to create if I'm competing with them for clients. And so I didn't get formally trained. In fact, I really tried to take the business, like the business side of it, um, and then elevate the manicure so they were the talent in the salon. That's so that, smart. That is smart. I mean, that is actually great because like you're empowering the people that work for you. You're not competing with them and you're really, and you're doing the behind the scenes and growing the business. And that came up also when we were talking to Ted Gibson about like the industry um, and they've started an amazing, amazing like industry cha charity now to like help people and empower people in the industry. Because a lot of the time, like you say, it's the same in the hair business. P people are competing with the owner and the and owners are not bringing their staff up because it's a competitive business. Absolutely. And usually the name of the door is the best person at the salon. Like that's what, that's how they, you know, they started their salon because they were amazing at what they do. And so then they start their own place in, in all fields. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think for me, and we did also during COVID, what we realized when we, when we had to shut down, we decided not to reopen. And what we decided to do was to take all of our supplies and gift, gift them to our manicures team. And actually former manicures who used to work at Olive in June came as well. And we gifted everything we had. And, and it really gave the manicurists the opportunity to start their own businesses and their own small shops. And the reality is, is that 
that anyone who's talented at what they're doing, like deserves like a, like a head start, right? And like really deserves that that support. Um, and so we have a director on our website that you can find our manicurists and book them directly. Oh, and I love that. That's great. It's so amazing. So it's really given the talent the the ability to be talent. Um, and I think I think nail salons are amazing, but I do think that they can sometimes they can sometimes limit um, what the manicurists what the talent can do. And so it's really exciting to see all of our manicurists now are doing. I mean, clients still call me and say like, "Will you please like connect me with so and so?" So we're constantly connecting still um, and sending jobs their way. But it's really exciting to see them build their own businesses um, and supporting that is really it. Like fills my it fills my love tank as as they say. Olive in June. Now you're just doing your your kits, your at home kits. You're, right. You're strictly online. We're online and we're sold at Target. Like we, because we only have a small selection at Target, people don't know because yes, the whole thing. Like, okay. We have a hundred colors on our site and we have like, you know, 20 colors at Target and people get so upset because they're like, where, I want Target to carry it all. I'm like, I know. Go tell your local Target. Yeah. <laughs> your colors are magnificent. Fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Because you have a lot of great colors and they're, yeah. and you know what it is? They, they're so sophisticated and so saturated and they, and they just look. I, I, you know, just so high end because listen, you broke into an industry where there's like, you know, the essays and the OPIs yeah. and then now you have you, which is great. Oh, thank you. It's really, it's fun to, I think it's a really hot category that has had, um, the same, the same companies for a very long time. So it's really exciting to be part of this new wave of, of nail companies that really, and you know, is taking on an industry and bringing a fresh perspective. And I think for us, like really focusing on that at-home experience and creating like creating systems that actually give you that salon manicure at home has been incredibly rewarding um, because you're actually democratizing the industry versus, you know, I think people say like, oh, we're democratizing this. It's like, it's all kind of like marketing speak. What we're really doing is bringing the salon home. And so that's really, really exciting for us. I know, I just love the way like, you know, you thought it out so well, the way you could rest your foot on the yeah. little case. Yeah, is on the, pe the petty system. It's yeah. so great. Little petty system and the silicone. Yeah, for your fingers. Like it just—it's awesome that when you think about it, how did no one think of this before? It's amazing. Well, because I think everyone was creating products just for manicurists. It was like, oh, okay, here's your salon products to 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 work on clients, which I totally appreciate. But there's also never been a consumer-focused nail company, right? So. Yeah. For us, it's it's always about how are you going to do it at home? How annoying is it to do it at home? Why is a pedicure? Pedicures are actually easier to do than manicures, but people are totally intimidated by them. And also like the positioning of your foot really matters. So if we make the case a foot stand, then it's, you know, dual purpose, but also makes it so much easier to do it yourself, which is all we want is that people can achieve this at home. So um, it was really exciting, obviously, in the pandemic to have to be that that solution and that like sense of joy for people. Um, but then the best part is when they really, they see that it works and they're like, oh, I can do this. Because not everyone lives in places like we all do where like a mani is $15. Like most places are less, right? Most places manicures are $25, $30 and there's not enough manicurists for the amount of demand. So it's really exciting across the country to like really offer that that solution. Oh yeah, I've been to like small little towns and I'm just like, where's the nail salon? You know, you <laughs> no, but right? Yeah, it's, it's like, true. where's the used to it? LA, New York, New uh -huh. Jersey. I think, you know, five five nail salons on, on a street. We go to England. And it's, and it's so it. inexpensive. 
England is the worst. I mean, I always, I'm a nail person too, and I always had my nails done, even like in high school, my manicurist, Julie, who I was very close with. But Julie, hi, Julie. Julie was the best. But now you go, like, it's so expensive. Like my mom went to get her nails done the other day and it was like for a gel manicure, I think it was like equivalent of like $70, something like yeah. $80. And you think how easy it would be. A gel polish, by the way, not UV gel. Just gel polish. I mean, and by the way, ours is gel polish. So our yeah. polish is the long lasting polish. And for $80, you can get the whole system plus six colors. No, so I'm going home in a few weeks. I'm taking it home for. Yeah, you have to. Oh, I'll send you a big package for your mom. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. I'm going to yes. the, gel, the gel polish is, uh, is key. That's what makes it last. Yeah, right? you, need, so you need it to last a long time. Otherwise, like po regular polish just chips so fast. You need that polish with like the, like the extra long lasting power in it so that it actually stays on for seven or more days. I know, which is, which is so important. So what's the hot nail shape? What nail shape? I see your nails are long. Like what? Well, I, we are launching this in one week. So y'all are early to this, but we are launching press-ons in one week. Oh, those your press-ons? I'm so excited incredible. about your press-ons. That's rumor has it press-ons. Press-ons are very hot. Oh, these are I know. Cute. They're so cool. And we're going to have a press-on Manny system too. So, um, but I think, to answer your question, I love a rounded shape. I love anything that's like round or oval or almond. Um, yeah, I think that's. Yeah. I think it's. Oh, you guys both have rounded. Um. Yeah, like almondy yeah, rounded. Almond like look at you guys. We're not oh. the Jersey Squares. I mean, yeah. some people on my show. I'm just not going to say. They have like that. I don't know that bullshit square shape. The chubby. Hey, you guys are so LA because I feel like all of my New York friends like a square or squoval. Well, when you go in a New York salon also and you go in and, and you ask for anything except ballet slippers, they look at you like you're insane. Like that pale pink. Like when I lived on the Upper East Side, I'd be like, I want a black, I want a gray, I want a navy, I want a forest green for the no, fall. For the like, no ballet slippers for you? No Lincoln no, Park for, after dark? Like, no, for the pathetic. fall. For the fall I do black, but in the in the summer I do a pale. You but you're like a white pale, not like that like moody yeah. pale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so into this. I'm so into this whole conversation. By the way, one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast is I think you are like the like one of my most favorite people on the house. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I'm so appreciative. Thank you. I'm so happy. Literally, my team started laughing because they were like, this opportunity like 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 to go on the show. And I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? And they told me, and I was like, oh my God. I was like, I was freaking out. I'm such a oh. fan. I'm very particular about my housewives that I like. Thank I won't. You. I won't talk any shit because that's like not how, not how I am. But I think you bring such a levity. Like I think you Thank bring you. Such a, like uh, it's really really quite good. Thank you. Thank you so much. But yeah, I'm glad the people I love like you like get me. Like some people just don't get me. They're like you have bad style. To, I'm like I have bad style. <laughs> I can't even imagine what it's like. But I think you come in and you have like such a solid relationship. And you're also such solid perspective on life. You've gone through enough shit to yes, be like, yes, yes, I'm all be like, <laughs> you guys need to like, you guys need, and also like when people are fighting, you're like, guys, this is like not real. Like, this is not important. Are you going to care about this in a month? Like, let's come on. Yes. And I think that that's a really good, because I know it's drama. And I know that's why we're all watching it, but I do think you do have a good job of being like, let's just keep it like yes. at a normal pace. You now the beauty industry also is um, very dramatic. Was it like 
was it hard going from like a corporate structure to like a beauty loose fluid kind of like dramatic industry? Cause I imagine like it's, it's a hard transition. Yeah. I, I think anyone, I think anyone who's creative, I, I don't know that I would call it dramatic. I think I would say anyone who's creative thinks in a different way. And, um, then, then people who are very like business oriented and linear, like linear thinkers. And I think I had a really rough time kind of transitioning into that because I think in a bit of a, I, I'm like creative ish, but I'm pretty linear in my thinking. And so to me, which is why of course I love you and think you're great for the show. Cause you're like, you're just a calming effect. Um, and so I think for me, like going into a different industry, it was hard to navigate a bit because I didn't have the experience of creative thinkers. Like, I mean, finance is very like numbers and analytical. Um, so for, I, so it was hard for me and I, and I struggled and I, the, they used to joke that every time they come to me with a problem, I'd say, I'll fix that. I'm going to fix that. And I just kept saying it and they were like, you're always going to fix something. I'm like, no, no I'm, I'm going to fix it because I didn't really know how to even respond. Um, but the team was so generous with me and teaching me. And I think ultimately I grew such a great appreciation for how, how much it takes to be someone that's super creative um, and how like, and how much emotional energy that takes. And so I think, I, I think, I hope I, I learned to really adapt to that, to that lifestyle, but it's definitely, it's definitely way different than, than straight business. Oh, I'm for sure. Yeah. For I mean, sure. We have an emotionally charged team for sure here. Cause we have a lot of creativity going on and it, it, yeah. it, it there's an energy that is so uplifting, but when the energy shifts, it can be really, you know, on the edge of your seat too. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm like a direct person. I'm so direct. I'm like, if I'm upset about something, I'm like, I'm upset, but that's not always the way people want to take it. Like they don't want to always take that directness. Sometimes you have to, I mean, you have to learn it. It's like every child gets parented differently. Like everyone you work with, you interact with differently. And I think that I had worked with a lot of similar people. So then going to something totally different was definitely a challenge for me and something that I think I still work on. I still think it's hard to manage people. I don't think it's like my strongest skill. No, I, I know I what you're saying. Hard. I think I, you're a good manager. Of people. I think <clears throat> I'm very coddle. I think I'm coddling, but you're then very, I get very nurturing. I'm nurturing. Aww. I'm very maternal, but then sometimes it's like I'm direct and sarcastic and then people get offended. Yeah. You know what it is? <clears throat> I don't know. You, I, you don't get offended. I'm easily. not, I'm not weak sauce. You know, so I, I find it. I find it really hard to manage people. I, I, I actually only manage our COO um, and, and our COO manages the team, very like Sheryl Stanford vibes. But for me, like I'm very good at being like, okay, what's the next product we should make? Or how, what should we do on Instagram today? Or let's think of what the social strategy should be. But when I think when I manage people, I really have to give direct feedback. It's really hard for me. Um, and I find myself getting very self-deprecating and, and I like lose the thread. So, <laughs> so it's like, it's good when it's, it's just, I'm better as a cheerleader than a manager. I get it. Yeah. I good. I good. And, and I think it's important to know like your strengths and your weaknesses. Cause that's the most important thing, right? For sure. In business. For sure. Let me just ask you, I want to go back to the press on nails cause I'm a little obsessed with yes. that. How long do they stay on for? 
So seven plus days, you obviously have to put enough glue on. Sometimes people with press-on nails don't put enough glue on. So that's really, you, you really want to put glue on both. For anyone who's putting on any press-on nails, you want to put glue on both the nail and your nail. So the press-on nail and your nail, um, if you want it to last for that seven or more days. Um, but aren't they great? They're so oh, fantastic. It looks so amazing. The shape is so good. This is almond long, so you'll love these. We'll send them all to you, don't worry. Oh, I um, love that but I think the other, so we're coming out. So our press on nails are going to be in four lengths, four shapes. So oval, round, almond, and squoval so that you can find your shape. Um, but olive and June is a little bit more, better known for rounder shapes. So it's definitely more the iconic olive and June right. shapes. They're upcycled plastic. So you can feel better about your manicure, which is so exciting. Um, and they're only $10. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Oh my God. That's so inexpensive zero what could you get for ten dollars it's like less expensive than starbucks it's so fun because all, all the really cool press-ons are more expensive and so we want to do like these iconic olive and june manis that you get in the salon but give them to you at a price that again you could buy at target you like feel really like super excited about it for me it has to be accessible. I was like that kid who like read the magazine when I was little and was like, I want Drew Barrymore's lip gloss, you know? And so it's really exciting to be able to give that to people everywhere and make it as accessible as possible. Oh my God. This is, is magnificent. This really is, is so, I mean, so I, I'm very excited yes. about this. this and is I know. Ton of design. We'll do a ton of designs too. So French's, but also like a ton of like art designs, like flowers, et cetera. It's going to be really fun. I love nail art. Nail art's been I like, know, Lexi's oh, big with the nail art. So you keep it yourself. Come on. No, not at all. And I'll never forget when I first when I first really got into it was when Valley Nails opened. And I love Valley. And May did my nails like a million years ago. And now she'd like moved here from Japan and she did my nails. Tom Manhattan? Yes. Yeah, of course. Now She's wonderful. Like the hugest, hugest. I mean, I was like, to see that growth was amazing. She's incredible. So I Valley was started by someone who's from the Valley in LA. I didn't know. I figured yeah. it must have been something, but when they came up, they came up, but you could never get an appointment. Yep. And it also was super expensive. So I love that you're doing something with nail art that brings it to be accessible because nail art is not always the most accessible thing for people. And at Valley, which I loved, I think it was Nina was her name that started it. Um, it's now closed, but I loved her. She, Valley, you'd have to go. And literally, if you did not know your art, like before you sat in that seat, like oh, you yeah. were bounced out. Like it was hardcore. <laughs> yeah, they were, no, they were really hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that was my point is that, so, you know, because we're launching with 44 styles. So Wow, what, 44, that's a lot. It's insane. So 22 will have art, but like for me, we're going to keep rolling art. So you have to tell me what your requests are because I'll amazing. like, we're going to keep launching them. Yeah. I love it. I love, love it. And I love also told us that you did a collab with my, my girl, Katie Serino, who I love, I love her. She's great. She's great. Which is I love nice. her so much. Katie, we were on set for, for a day, like doing all of our, um, you know, doing the videos and stuff. She made me laugh so hard. Like, I, I have not laughed that hard in a really long time. She is so funny. 
She is. She she's is so really funny. funny. She's great. I mean, I, she's a powerful one. I, I think she's adorable. I loved, I mean, I love her since she had her little dog, little toast. toast. Wow. Oh yeah, that's right. Toast. I know her a long time. So I think that's so great. So everybody who comes on the podcast, we ask them a few questions. What do you think was your big girl panty moment where you're like, holy crap, like, you know, I got to do this sink or swim, like your big girl panty moment. Um, I probably had two. Okay. The first, the first was when we first opened the salon, we were like three days in and I was like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. And I turned to my husband and was like, this is awful. Cause like, it was just hard. People were coming at me from every direction. And my husband's like, you're strapped in the roller coaster. Like we're here. <laughs> you're yeah, strapped in, you're not jumping. That's a good line. He was like, we're here. And then I think the second was again, same, obviously same career moment. Um, the second was when we were about to launch the Manny system and we have a thing called the poppy, which you can paint, you know, basically become ambidextrous with it because you can paint both your hands with the, with the poppy as a handle. Uh, it makes it super easy to paint with your non-dominant hand. And I remember I had this video, this like marketing video and I showed my marketing advisor and I was supposed to go away on this retreat to like in the woods and like, I don't know, find myself. And it was right before the launch. And he was like, this video is so terrible. Like you cannot launch the poppy with this video and this retreat, you're not going to find yourself. You're going to find this video is what you're going to do. And so that was a big moment for me to be like, oh, I'm not at the level I need to be at. Like I'm launching this, by the way, patented tool and I'm in the video sucks. And so for me, like that was a real eye opener of like, every moment has to be taken so seriously. You can't just like think, oh, we built this brand and all these celebrities like it. So like, it's all good. I'll just launch this thing in the world. No, like every moment has to be so thought out. Um, and so those, those two moments were a bit eye-opening for me. It, 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 I know, when you get feedback yeah. like that, you're probably like, oh my God. I was like, no, I'm going to find myself in the woods. He's like, no, you're going to go find yourself in this video. So <laughs> I'm here. I know, but it's good. I mean, you can't surround yourself with smoke blowers, which no. is good. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I like no people. I, I do not like yes people. I mean, it can be very uncomfortable, but I think I surround myself with people that are smarter than me at what they do. Like, if, if, if I'm smarter than you at your job, like, that is a problem for me. Yeah. I don't want that. I want people that are like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like not in a mean way, but just like push on me. No, that's great that's advice smart. for anyone starting a business because that's the only way to keep it real. 100%. We always accredit Marge's success to being about 50% delusion to 50% determination. And that's kind sure. of like the perfect balance we found. What would you say your percentage of determination to delusion is? Um, by the way, I call delusion irrational exuberance. And yes, so yes. I yes. rebranded it. Um, but I really appreciate delusion. Uh, wait, so it's delusion and determination. Determination. Um, oh my God. I think I'm a hundred on both. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm glad you get it. Cause some people are like, I'm not delusional. I'm like, you oh, care if you're not. Yeah. Oh, I think, yeah, I'm, 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 oh, I'm, I'm delusional. Like I'm a founder. I'm like, I believe that we are going to be the biggest nail brand in the world period. And no one's going to tell me otherwise. And I've always felt that way, even when we were a baby brand and like one person knew about us. So good. Yeah. So I think I'm a hundred on both. That's my answer. Good. I, I love, love that. that. Good. Good. I feel the same way. I'm like, Lexi, I'm like, oh, we're starting this other thing. And 
I'm just like, don't even worry. We're going to fucking be in St. Bart's next year on our private plane. Like, what, what are you even worried about? But, 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 you know, if I Until head- we launch the new flavor with a video and someone's like, you're not going to St. Bart's because that video is not good enough. You're going to stay you know, there. And and I'm find yourself in the private And then I got something wrong and I'm just like, oh, it's only going to cost us this to launch. Oh my God, it's a few hundred thousand more. I'm like, all right, so fine. It's like, you know what? We'll get the seed. My, don't worry about it. I'll figure it out. But but I did. We did figure it out. We did figure it out. But it's just. I so think, it's, but, but I think you're humble. I think that I think the reality is like delusion can sometimes have a connotation of like you're delusional that like, you believe your own hype, but like you believe your own ability to get things done and to yes, create that's wonderful what it things. Is. Yes. You don't. You're. You have at least always come off. It's a TV show, so who knows? But like, especially in this interview, no, too. Like, hu- totally humble. I don't think I'm fucking fabulous. No, it's yeah, not. You're like fabulous. you're real. You're like I'm a real person. No, so. just like you. Like our ability to get things done and create great things and and work and hustle and make things happen. That's my. Totally. That's our delusion. So anyway, we have one more thing. What is your most entre- entrepreneur real advice that you could give somebody being an entrepreneur? You know, I used to say that I used to be so supportive of everyone who had an entrepreneurial journey. Like I was like, go for it, do it. And now my biggest piece of advice is truly like assess it and only do it if you are 110% can't sleep at night obsessive. Because I think that after building a brand for the past eight plus years, it's only because I am delusional and have irrational exuberance that we are still a brand that, that, that is growing every day. And so I think it can be heartbreaking for people when it doesn't go their way. And so I really, I was like, I, I wanted everyone to start a business, just kind of like how I want everyone, including the two of you to move to Los Angeles. I want everyone to yes, be close to me. Yeah, I get it. I want all these things for people. And now my biggest piece of advice is you have to be not sleeping because you're so excited about this thing and willing to put in you know, more than 24 hours a day into it, like just be so obsessed because I think otherwise it just, it won't go. Like it's, it, uh, businesses, things that are created out of nothing go because the person is just diehard. Yeah, you're right. I think you are absolutely right. Cause I think people don't realize it's a marathon, not a sprint. Exactly. And I say that all the time and people think it's like, everything's an overnight success. You're making millions, at, you know, bah, bah, bah. and that's just not the fucking way it is. I mean, everyone, everyone truly comes into the story when it's a success. So it's, they never see the first like seven innings of that game. And so it's just like, we didn't get to this place. We didn't get to be in target and all these things because it was like, it happened yesterday. It's literally been eight, and a half years so i think also the world that we live in now where it's so easy for the smoke and mirrors for brands there's new brands all the time and people don't realize that you know people can make a brand look amazing and they could be doing absolutely no business you know so it's like you have to cut through the noise of all those things also now so it's harder than it ever was so you really need a passion to keep going There's like, there's, there's companies that are doing billions in sales that no one's ever heard of. And I know. And then the brands you've heard of, a lot of them are probably sub $10 million. You know, it's like, it's, and it's, there's nothing wrong with that, but I think people believe that these brands are going to be different. And it's also in consumer to your point, a really crowded space. So you really have to have a differentiated point of view and you just have to be diehard about it. You have to, you have to be totally committed um, and I think everyone thinks, people tell me all the time, they're like, well, 
they're like, your life is so great because of Instagram. And the reality is I, my job is to make you think that I'm an entrepreneur. My, I'm a founder. And my life is so perfect. My life is obviously not perfect. Um, and it's hard and I work all the time and we were up till, you know, I'm in Austin for work and we were up till past midnight working. So, you know, but on Instagram, you see that I had the most, I had the most delicious text max. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I know. I feel the exact same way. Nothing that's successful isn't, you know, such hard work. And that's, that's what I want people to realize. It's, you know, you have a passion and to make it happen, you know, takes time and to make money takes time. But if you want to go for it, like you said, you have to be obsessed. (laughs) Yeah. Totally. Totally. I think Instagram made life really great, really easy, really fun to get friends out there. But it also, there's a certain level of anxiety that comes with it where you have to always create content. Like that's exhausting. Boy, I'm exhausted. Literally. Oh. Thank you so Thank you much so for much coming for sharing on. Your story yes, it's and inspiring so, yes, everyone. so inspiring. Olive and June. I'm like, literally I die. It's and so good. Tell everyone where they can find you. Yes. You can find us at Olive and June on Instagram and TikTok. And you can find us at Olive and June, www.oliveandjune.com. Um, and at Target. So, at Target, which I love. Exciting. Target, so good. Well, thank you for having me. This has been wonderful. And I am here for all of the gossip and all of the nail stuff. Yes, I am oh, so they excited. Go hand in hand, they go hand in hand. Nails and gossip. Where do you get all the gossip from if it's not from getting from your nails, nails done? From the nails on getting your oh. nails done. Hello. He is just fantastic. I love, especially that she went into an industry that she didn't know and didn't train to compete with the people working for her, which was really interesting. She knew her strengths Mm -hmm. and she knew that she wanted to hire people for their strengths and empower them to be great at their job. That's amazing. Yeah. She's, she is just an amazing businesswoman. Yeah. And how she said they closed the uh, salon actually after COVID, uh, empowered the nail technicians to open their own businesses, and they use the Alvin June product, of course. And Alvin June's in Target now. She came out with the press on nails, which are magnificent. Everybody, they're available so on Target. Good. But you know what? She's the entrepreneurial spirit. She went for something in industry that she just loved, uh, had never worked in, and I think. Her advice was great. If you are obsessed with something, you have to truly love it, a passion for it to make it succeed because it's not easy. It's not easy, people. And it's eight years, eight years in the making to get to the level she's been at. Yeah, I think people underestimate how much work goes into stuff, how many roadblocks there are, how many no's you'll get before a door opens for you. It it is tough. It is. very tough to make it. It's not easy. So everything is a marathon. It's not a sprint, but I hope you guys are all inspired. Yes. And you should go for those caviar dreams. Really think about what you want to do. Sarah was um, so, you know, she was unhappy in her life in New York. It had run its course. And I think that's, if you're unhappy, make changes. It's true. You know what? Every day is a new beginning. That's what I always say. Every day is a new beginning and you make your own destiny. And she went for it and she's much happier and inspired. And um, I hope this uh, podcast inspired all of you guys. Keep dreaming. Keep dreaming, caviar dreamers.